It's time for John Paul, the car doctor, on North Shore 1049. Call today with your car questions, comments, or concerns. 1-800-370-1049. That's 1-800-370-1049. John Paul, the car doctor. And good Saturday morning, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Car Doctor Program on North Shore 104.9, 104.9 FM. That's where you are, in case you weren't sure. You woke up this morning and said, what, what, what am I listening to? Yeah, you're listening to North Shore 104.9 online or 104.9 FM. That's where you find us. Uh, maybe you joined my little uh, Facebook Live this morning that I did with the... Uh, with on my Facebook page, kind of do a little preview of what's going on for the program today. I always try to do that in the morning. Try to try to say hello to everybody. Uh, it gives me a chance to wake up and review what I have going on for the day as well. So uh, we have that to do. Uh, first off, I need to make an announcement. If you were one of the people that won tickets to the uh, call to the uh, to the Cars and Color Fest, uh, Cars and Color Car Festival in Telluride, Colorado. Um, I know you talked to the person who started it, uh, Ray. He called you up and said, I'll have tickets waiting for you. Unfortunately, the governor of um, Colorado has canceled the show. So there will be no cars and colors. So if you were planning to head out and do that, um, hopefully hopefully you didn't. Hopefully hopefully you said, I I know it's in the fall, but I'll, I'll leave now. No, hopefully you didn't do that. So, uh, so we have uh, a little disappointing, a little disappointing there, and so wasn't he for that matter, because he uh, he sent me a note about it and said, you know, we have some really great cars already registered to be there, but uh, nothing, nothing yet. So, uh, so today's program here's what we got on the lineup for today. In a little bit, uh, in a little bit, uh, in fact, right now we're going to be talking to Mark Champagne. He is the head of quality for. Uh, uh, Fiat Chrysler Corporation, and uh, a little bit later, too, and how can we not talk about it, the Ford Bronco. We'll talk about that. But right now, we have Mark Champagne on the phone with us. Mark, good morning, and welcome to the Car Doctor Program here, here in Massachusetts. Good morning. How are you, John? Good morning. How are you this morning? I'm very good. Thank you. Um, well, let's, you know, let's start off first. It, it's been... Uh, uh, it's been a good season for uh, for your company, uh, uh, JD Power. Uh, you know, if people don't know JD Power, David Power started uh, this company back in his kitchen table, mailing out pennies to people. I think on postcards saying, "Could you rate? Could you rate your car? Could you rate your dealer experience? All that sort of stuff." And since then, it's turned into a huge corporation, and. Um, but for the first uh, first time ever, Dodge is the first domestic brand ever to rank number one. Uh, you guys must be really happy. Yeah, we're uh, we're super excited about it. Um, you know, for as you said, you know, the survey has been around for a long time, thirty four years, and uh, for uh, Dodge to be the first domestic to ever uh, come in first place, uh, you know, we were extremely excited. But not just Dodge. I mean, Ram came in uh, in a in tied for third and made significant improvement with great fresh product, and we saw really good improvement with Jeep as well. So overall, the entire 
kind of portfolio did uh, extremely well. We're super happy. Yeah, and uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, looking at the release here, Dodge tied for the top spot among thirty-one competitors, becoming the first domestic brand ever to achieve that number one ranking. And, and like you said, it isn't just Dodge; it's Ram, which uh, you know, the new Ram truck is such a good truck. Uh, it is, um, you know, it it is certainly a truck that people can drive for work and and you know, drive to a. A fancy restaurant when they're done uh so there's uh just the idea that the quality of products and it's not even it's not even just the products it's the plant it's it's the plants themselves that are getting phenomenally good ratings these these days too right yeah that that was really uh kind of the story behind the story um when jd power publishes these results uh they don't just recognize the brands they recognize the manufacturing plants and uh, we had two plants this year, uh, our plant in Toluca, Mexico, and our plant in Belvedere, Illinois, uh, that make both the Jeep Compass and the Jeep Cherokee. Uh, Toluca plant received the gold award, which is the best plant uh, among, I think, roughly 75 uh, assembly plants in the Americas. And uh, Belvedere received the bronze. So we took first and third in the manufacturing category as well. So... Great, uh, great day when we got the results for the brands with Dodge and Ram, and a great day for our manufacturing plants. Yeah, anytime, anytime anybody can have a podium finish, I guess it's pretty good, and especially if uh, if uh, one of those uh, finishes is in first place. So, uh, really, really good. Now, uh, years and years ago, when Bob Lutz was the boss over at. Uh, over at Chrysler, I remember him saying one of the problems with Chrysler quality that he wanted to try to fix was he went into one of the engineering offices and there was a sign up that said, uh, fast, cheaper, good, pick two out of three. And he said, that's the problem. You know, there's the problem. We, we need to be able to build them fast, good, and reasonably priced. And it sounds like that is what is happening these days. How do you, how, how does, your company go and sustain and continually improve at this point where now you're you're obviously doing really well uh, yeah i think the uh it's important to have a system kind of a uh, uh that your your manufacturing process is grounded on and uh when we merged with fiat roughly 10 years ago uh, mr marchioni brought in a, a system we refer to as world-class manufacturing. And it's a name, um, but the, the details uh, of where, how it supports uh, the operator and our processes. I, I don't want to get too manufacturing specific on you, but, but it's really the foundation of our improvement. And um, quality is one of the fundamental pillars of this world-class manufacturing. And so, you know, we've been making improvements. Uh, you know, our history may not be the greatest uh, historically, but, you know, for the past five years, I would say uh, we've gone under the radar a bit with the level of improvement we've made. So this year, you know, performing this strongly may have come as a huge mm -hmm. surprise to a lot of people. But, you know, this is years in the making, this progress. And uh, so I think our foundation and our uh, 
in our processes is, is really, really well grounded for us to sustain this for, you know, years to come. We do not intend this to be a, you know, a one year, uh, you know, uh, victory. This, this is something we need to sustain and we fully intend to. Well, your, your job probably depends on it, right? <laughs> it absolutely <laughs> does. That absolutely does. Yeah. That comes with the territory of being responsible for quality. We've got to deliver the results. Yeah. Uh, now, now one of the, one of the challenges, and I remember talking with somebody from a car company years ago, is the um, the idea of perceived quality versus actual quality, and and I don't remember who exactly it was, but I think it was one of the uh, the Japanese car companies, it, which was sort of the standard everybody looked at. And they said, yeah, but if you compare our quality to theirs, you know, from a, from a zero to ten, ours is a nine, theirs is an eight, but the perceived quality, theirs is a ten, and ours is a six. How do you, how do you get the public to believe that the cars that are coming from your company now are as, are, are, you know, a world, a world standard car? Well, I think, uh, you know, that's a, a, a great question. Uh, J.D. Powers tries to look at that with different surveys. Um, the survey that we've been talking about is initial quality. You know, they have another survey that is called Appeal, and that relates to automotive performance, execution, and layout. And really, that's how satisfied are you with your your interaction with the car, you know, uh, are the systems easy to use? Are they intuitive? Are the placement of all of the features um, well laid out? And are you satisfied with that? And so I think the perceived quality side uh, also gets captured in, in the appeal survey. And last year, you know, we had just, just coincidentally, uh, Ram was the number one brand in J.D. Power appeal survey followed by Dodge. So when you combine the results of that survey and the feedback that customers give to J.D. Power with the initial quality, you know, we think we're capturing all elements of quality. Yeah, it, it really is. And, and the New England Motor Press Association uh, recently awarded uh, three different awards to, uh, to the company. One... Um, was for the Gladiator pickup, and and oddly, I guess, and some people may find it a surprise that the Gladiator actually beat out the Ram uh, in the pickup category because we're weird New Englanders and we look at things a little bit differently, and you know we want a pickup truck that can uh, can go through. Th- two feet of snow and go to the home improvement store and look cool and you could take the doors off and the roof off and and you know have it be something completely different and then kind of in more of a fun category um uh, the jeep trackhawk which is kind of an insane grand cherokee of course and then and then uh in the pure power award it was the uh the challenger hellcat red eye and you guys you guys are making some um you know, outlandish vehicles that, you know, some people say, well, why do you really need a, you know, an 800 horsepower um, car? Bec- and you probably don't, but I think most people you talk to are awfully glad you made them. <laughs> well, certainly the Dodge brand, uh, that's kind of the DNA 
of the Dodge brand, and uh, we're really proud of that. Um, we love, uh, you know, the, uh, the adventure and the spirit that comes with uh, performance, and Dodge delivers on that. And we just, you know, made some announcements on, you know, putting the Hellcat in the in the uh, Durango, uh, and we've got a Hellcat Charger, 797 horsepower. Uh, so, you know, Dodge is uh, is, is definitely. I think satisfying those that crave performance. You know, the Gladiator, I, I love what you said about the Gladiator. That's what's in my driveway. That's what I drive. Uh, and, uh, you know, the reception that we've gotten for Gladiator has been really outstanding. And, you know, in its launch year, back to this JD Power, you know, survey, we, uh, we performed pretty well, uh, and, uh, beat the segment average on Gladiator. So, um, offers all that to the customer, the Jeep, Freedom, open doors, open top, and uh, good quality along with it. Yeah, I I, I know uh, uh, Jim Morrison. I, I was standing with him at the Boston Auto Show last year, I guess, and or two years ago, and uh, looking at the Gladiator, and I said to him, um, "Is anyone not like that?" And he goes, uh, "Not anyone with a pulse." <laughs> oh, that's great. That's great. Uh, yeah. So, uh, Tim's a great advocate for the brand, and, uh, you know, he does a great job. And so um, yeah. I really like where we're at with Jeep right now. Yeah, no, it it's uh, it, it the vehicle the vehicles themselves are, are doing well. And like you said, the you know, if you went back, if, you know, 15 years ago, uh, quality was quality may have not been exactly where you wanted it to be for a lot of different reasons and the idea that you built this foundation of quality as you were you know as you said you know or someone said okay we need to start just like building a good house we need to start with a solid foundation and that's what you that's what you did to try to try to put the cars on top of that to make sure that they're solid and they're not going to disappoint the customer yeah, there's no question. I mean, um, if if uh, if a car doesn't meet your expectations for quality, you won't return. And you know, we know how important it is. Our leadership is committed to it. Um, this is stuff we talk about on a regular basis. You know, with the top of the house uh, to make sure that we're we're doing all the right things. And having third party indicators like JD Power tell us we're on the right track. Uh, kind of reinforces what we're learning from our own internal indicators because our internal indicators are saying the same things, that uh, we're making good progress and putting the customer first. Now, do you do you feel at all that your job has gotten harder over the years? I, and wh- what I mean is years ago, um, a car that was poor quality was a, a car that you 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 bought you brought it home and the next day it didn't start and I'm exaggerating a little bit or you opened the passenger door and it fell off um, and although those are maybe a little bit of an exaggeration you know back in the 60s new cars had problems and they had serious problems sometimes and they were they were sort of rated that way today the problems are I don't want to say maybe a lot more superficial but probably a lot more people are a lot more critical maybe about things like uh 
you know, wind noises, maybe vibrations, and probably even, and, and we've said it on this program a lot, um, you don't just road test the car anymore. You road test the tech in the car. And if the tech doesn't work right, the car is not going to get a good ranking different than, you know, did the one speaker AM radio in the 60s do its job or not? No, you're, you're spot on, uh, John. Quality challenges have changed over the years uh, from being, you know, mechanical uh, to uh, now with, you know, the, the software and the technology that's in the car. Um, you know, a lot of what we see from these surveys is related to how well the technology interacts with the, the customer. And those companies that get that dialed in uh, are going to do well. You know, we've been fortunate. Uh, I think our Uconnect, you know, infotainment system has mm -hmm. consistently been recognized as being very intuitive, easy to operate. Um, and, uh, and so, you know, that's actually one of the strengths that, you know, we had in, in the survey uh, where we, you know, outperformed the industry. And so it's definitely different. I think a lot of that difference is the processes and the investment in manufacturing has made the uh, mechanical stuff a lot more robust. Uh, mm -hmm. And now the integration challenge with software is, is where the companies really have to, to work on to make sure that that's seamless. Uh, and those that do it well are going to get... Uh, and to get the trophies. Do you, do you feel every once in a while cheated that you go home and go, it was so easy. All I had to do was make sure the doors didn't fall off back in the 50s and 60s. <laughs> no, I, I, I think uh, you need to be uh, find a way to be comfortable being uncomfortable. And, okay. uh, you know, that's with technology. Technology changing makes you uncomfortable. And, you, you know, it, it challenges you and pushes you to make sure that you're coming up with ways to um, test, validate, develop your processes to make sure that they're really robust. And, uh, you know, so that's, that to me is exciting. Yeah, it, it, it is. And it's nice to see, you know, it's nice to feel honestly comfortable and confident to recommend a product and know that you're you're continually working and striving to try to make that product as good as it can. If people want to find out more information about the JD Power studies and other things, do they go to JD Power? Do they go to FCA? Do they go to Dodge? Where can where can people find out more information? Yeah, certain certainly looking up uh, you know JD Power initial quality. Uh, you know, you'll you'll find the uh, the primary release that you know details yep. which brands performed well. And uh, that would be where I would I would suggest people go look, and you'll see that with Dodge right there at the top. Perfect. Hey, uh, Mark, I want to thank you for taking some time out of your Saturday morning and joining us on the Car Doctor program on North Shore 104.9. And congratulations on this, and congratulations on the New England Motor Press uh, awards as well. Um, and uh, you know, con continue continue on and continue upward. I guess is the way to go. Thank you. Thank you very much. Have a great day. All right. Thanks, Mark. Bye-bye. That was Mark Champagne. He is the head of quality for FCA North uh, North America. So FCA, Fiat, Chrysler, you know, you know them. Uh, so, uh, you know, it's nice It's nice to see that as the company was changing and adapting uh, and pushing the quality because, 
you know, Jeeps are great vehicles. Absolutely great vehicles. But you talk to somebody who has an older one and, you know, some between rust and mechanical issues and, you know, it's, you know, transmission problems. You know, sometimes it was, you know, as much as I like them and they certainly had their place, they could be somewhat difficult to, uh, uh, to make sure, to recommend sometimes. So, uh, it's great to see JD Power uh, survey. Uh, years and years ago, if you've been a longtime listener of the Car Doctor program, we had David Power on the show, and David Power owns a house in Chatham, but he lives in California. And I remember that, uh, and he's a big Red Sox fan. And I and I remember him calling into the show, and he said something about the Red Sox game the night before. And I said, "Well, you know, hey, thanks for, uh, you know, thanks for being on the program." And and I said, "You know, it." whatever, 8.30 in the morning, and he said to me, oh, I'm out. Uh, I'm actually out in California. So it was 5.30 in the morning that he was joining us. So, uh, But it, it was an interesting story he told about how they really started that company, him and his wife literally mailing pennies to people and saying, here's a penny, could you fill out this postcard and mail it back to us and tell us about how the quality went. Hey, we need to take a break, pay some bills. You're listening to the Car Doctor program on 104.9 FM, North Shore 104.9 my name's John Paul. This is the Car Doctor Program. We will be right back. Junior, it's time to get back to work. Hey, Grampy, what do you mean? I'm on vacation. Hey, vacation's over. What do you need me to do? I'm busy working on my tan. Really, Junior? Listen, our showrooms are open and we've taken all the necessary precautions to ensure the safety of our employees and our customers. What else? Well, whether you're looking for a Nissan, Infiniti, Volkswagen, Ford, Jeep, Chrysler, Honda, visit kellyauto.com for all the easy details. That's great news. Hey, how's that for making it easy? That's the Kelly a&B Burgers on Cabot Street in Beverly is ready to welcome you back for indoor and outdoor dining. Best of the North Shore winners of the best burgers the last four years in a row has way more than just burgers. They've got great small plate salads, entrees, craft brews, wine lists, and cocktails. Check them out for outdoor sidewalk dining, plus their open-air dining room. They have huge garage doors that open the front of the restaurant, creating an open-air feel to allow diners to feel safer while eating inside. Locally owned and operated by a North Shore family, they can't wait to have you back in their restaurant. Check them out at A&B Burgers.com or on Cabot Street in Beverly and tell them North Shore 1049 sent you. Raising your inner voice with Jay Foss. A lot of our conversations are heavy, they're deep, they're extremely polarizing right now. Sundays at 7. We can't legislate being a good, decent human being, so what can we do? We can become more active in this community. Raising your inner voice. Sundays at 7 on 1049 FM. Good morning, everyone. I'm Mark Eisenthal with you on this Saturday. Here is your North Shore. 1049 forecast surveying the North Shore in the Merrimack Valley. It's beach weather, hazy, hot, muggy conditions. Temperatures in the low and mid-90s. Light southwest winds. Partly cloudy, warm, buggy overnight, low and mid-70s. Tomorrow, hazy, hot, and buggy. It'll be in the 90s. You can expect some of the weather here on Sunday. Cooler weather comes in by midweek next week. Weather forecast being brought to you by the Berry Tavern on High Street in Danvers.
Cruise. The Berry Tavern is now open for outside patio dining and indoor dining while continuing to offer curbside pickup, takeout, and delivery through local delivery companies. They serve North End Italian specialties like veal parmesan and chicken bevanotto with homemade pasta and sauce, as well as brick oven pizza. They also serve salads, soups, sandwiches, steak tips, burgers, fries, along with cocktails, beer, and wine. So call the Berry Tavern, 978-777-2377 for reservations and check out their menu online by going to berrytavern.com. For local door sure, 1049, I'm Mark Rosenthal. It's summertime, summertime, some, some, summertime, 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 summertime. Hopefully your air conditioning is working today in your car. Uh, it's, fun, it's funny. For those of you who have heard the tale of uh, the Volkswagen that I, that I bought uh, back in January, um, we, uh, my wife had a, a, a 2015 Volkswagen Beetle, and uh, we actually shipped that car to Florida. And when she came home from Florida, and we, we have what I refer to as the tin house in Florida. We have a trailer in Florida. And uh, I bought this Volkswagen. She didn't see it. Um, it was a, a former coworker of mine that I haven't seen in years was selling it uh, very, very inexpensively. It's an 09. It's older. And I went out for a ride with him. I said, oh, does the air conditioner work? And he goes, I don't know. We live in New Hampshire. I never turned it on. So uh, the other day when it was warm, I actually turned it on and it worked. And this car is a uh, the 2.5 liter five cylinder engine, and it is the most miserable car in the world to work on. I, I would think you have to take the fenders off to do any real work to it because there is just zero room under the hood to work on it. It's just a it's a terrible car to work on. But uh, hopefully, I'm never going to work on it. Uh, it is just something to. Uh, Drive around for the summer a little bit, and then gets uh, uh, gets stored away, I suppose, or something. But that's our uh, and and it was um, when I bought it from the guy. I, I said to him, uh, I said to him, "What do you want for it?" And he said, "I don't know, five hundred thousand dollars." And I said, "Well, I got to give you at least a thousand dollars for it. It's got to be worth that." And uh, I probably should have maybe not given him a thousand dollars for it. But it, it's uh, after a lot of cleaning and a little bit of work and a little bit of. This and that to brakes and other stuff, and uh, it's, it's, it does what it needs to do. So it uh, it performs okay now. So uh, I wanted to. Uh, we'll uh, we'll wait till uh, we're going to be talking with Ted Ryan in just a bit, and we'll when we uh, when we get talking when we get done talking with him, I'll tell you a little bit about the what I refer to as the tales of the two Lincolns and Lincoln. You know, a great car company. Uh, but it's not a car company anymore. It's an SUV company, and it's sort of interesting that they're not—they're not in the car business anymore. They're—they're they're, the Lincoln Continental is being discontinued. The other uh, MKZ MK, yeah, there's the F Ford Fusion style one uh, was discontinued. So, hmm. in case you're keeping track, Mark Wahlberg bought another dealership. The actor has expanded his dealership ownership with a Buick GMC store in Columbus, Ohio. I kind of wonder why, why exactly. 
but uh, apparently, apparently decided to do that. So, and uh, like I said, Lincoln has killed the Continental. Production will stop at the end of this year as luxury brand abandons sedans and just, I guess, focuses on just SUVs for a little while until something else happens. So, um, a little bit of news there. There was a there was an article recently from Haggerty, uh, the insurance company, and it talked about doppelgangers and how some vehicles look like other vehicles and one of the pictures showed a picture of an older bronco next to a international and said you know they, they look similar well ford has introduced the new bronco and it doesn't look like anything on the road or at least it doesn't right now and with us uh back on the car doctor program is uh ted ryan uh, automotive. Well, I'm going to let him tell you his title because it gets a little confusing. Ted, welcome back to the Car Doctor program. Thanks for having me back on. My actual title is Archives and Heritage Brand Manager, which is fancy speak for archivist and historian for the Ford Motor Company. I maintained a tremendous archives, well, my, my team, and I maintained this tremendous archives of millions of photos and documents and and then we interpret it for the marketers and the PR people and, and, and I'm the fortunate one that gets the to talk to people about it, I've got the best job in the world. It it it, it sounds it sounds like you do, and and after uh, much fanfare, I guess uh, I I, w I remember being at the Detroit Auto Show a few years ago when you know Ford was there and they said you know introduction of the new Ford Bronco and all they really showed was a picture of the name. And I was like, well, where's the car? Where's the vehicle? It's, you know, what's it going to look like? And now we finally get to see what it looks like. And it is uh, certainly one of the most unique looking vehicles that I have, that I have seen come out of Ford in a long time. It's, it, I, I agree 100%. And the design team had been working on this for ages. Uh, there's been uh, attempts to bring back the Bronco internally. There was a group at Ford called the Bronco Underground, and they kept, trying to redesign and bring back the Bronco. And and finally, the, the time and the place and the manufacturing capacity and the platform and everything came together to, to the point we could bring it back. We've had the design team and the archives uh, off and on for the last two-plus years, uh, not because they want to go back and redo the 1966 Bronco, but they wanted to really understand what the DNA of the original Bronco was and incorporate that into the design philosophy. Um uh, things like the goat mode. I'm sure everybody heard about the goat mode, but you may not know that source was actually a, uh, a document from 1963, uh, documents multiple with the design review sessions of the first Bronco. And they were all titled goat, uh, G period O two. you know, not greatest of all time, not, not Tom Brady, but goes over any. I, I was, I was going to say, you're talking about Tom Brady. Uh, you know, uh, uh, I ordinarily would be when you say GOAT, but in this particular case, it was the old Army acronym. goes over any terrain or goes over yeah. all terrain. And uh, the design team actually blew that document up, and they had that on their walls as part of their design philosophy. And they, they fell in love with the concept that the DNA of the Bronco is, is an off-road beast. Uh, you know, the, the same Bronco that, that won the overall race, the only 4 by 4 to ever win the overall race at Baja in 1969 and they wanted something that just had that ability and so they built the goat mode into the the car itself so the different driving modes are called goat modes goes over any type of terrain and uh i'm proud that the arc has played a role in and and uh getting the some of the dna of the bronco original bronco into this new one 
Now, the, the Broncos not going to be out till what, next spring? Uh, next spring for the two and the four door, the Broncos Sport, which is the smaller version, uh, will be out beginning in November, December. Uh, the ordering window on the Sport is already uh, open and you can configure it. Believe me, my 21-year-old son has been sitting next to me configuring and begging uh, <laughs> me to pull the trigger for him. Uh, but then the ordering window on the bigger ones will, will be happening in November and uh, they'll actually be hitting the dealerships in the in the spring of next year. Uh, you can see all the different capabilities. There's, uh, the Ford YouTube channel has a, a number of the videos that talk about the what what the vehicles will be able to do. And they're designed for different people in mind. The, the two-door is the homage to the original, the 1966 uh, Bronco. Uh, uh, personally, it's my favorite. Uh, you, you know, I love the different ways that you can uh, configure it. The four-door is the more practical one. In fact, you know, that's the reason the Bronco went away in 96 is that people were tired of, of two-door off-road vehicles. You, you wanted four doors. You wanted, mm-hmm. you know, everybody had their kids. You throw the hockey gear in the back or the football gear in the back and having the squeeze in the back seat just wasn't economical. And then the sport is the smaller model, uh, not quite as trail capable, but still, uh, the, the marketing people will say it gets you to the trailhead and you can hike in, whereas the Broncos, the big two and four door will get you anywhere on the trail you want to go. Now, what we have seen on TV and on the, I guess, the country music channel or wherever wherever the introductions sort of all showed up one night, um, how much are those going to look like the actual production version? Are they close? Very close. Very, 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 very close. In fact, I was just at a photo shoot on... Uh on Wednesday here in uh, Michigan, and they had the pre-production models as they're going to be built, uh, taking them out for the photo shoot. And what you're seeing is what you're going to get. And it's they haven't done all the road testing, so we don't have the zero to 60 numbers and the this number and that number. But yeah. uh, the ones that you're seeing, and that launch was the craziest launch ever because it was supposed to be back in March. Uh, and then the pandemic hits, we get COVID and, uh, we actually, right. I was, I was so bummed. We had a special exhibit set up in the archives. We widened the doors. We wheeled three of the first generation Broncos into my archive space. We built this great exhibit. It was going to be the media backdrop to talk about the DNA of the Bronco. And then you were going to walk in the other room and, and get to see them. Uh, so everything had to go digital when we did the launch with the different ABC networks and then the, the, the master video that that's one you can see on YouTube. Um, and just the pent-up demand for the Bronco fascinates me as a historian. You know, the thing went away in 1996, and there was more desire to bring back the Bronco. How, how is a vehicle more popular 25 years after it went away than it was its final year when I think it only sold 14,000 units? And I think it's the, the pop culture permeation. You know, the Bronco's been in more than 1,200 movies and TV shows. It's in countless videos. Uh, you watch a Lady Gaga video, and you see her blue Bronco there. You watch Longmire and you see one of the fourth or fifth gen Broncos in his show. You know, it, it, it seeped into the culture to the point that people wanted an alternative to Jeep. And I think Ford is the only company that could present that. Yeah, I mean, you look at you look at that vehicle and you look at, like you said, especially the two-door version, which just kind of oozes this sort of off-road you know, maybe uh, slightly feral coolness about it, that it's just not 
you know, it's it's not a Range Rover. It is a it is kind of a little bit rough and tumble looking, uh, certainly aggressive looking, and you know, and you know, with the grill, it's sort of in your face. Sort of, this is the Bronco. There's, it's not a, uh, you know, you you didn't say, well, we can turn a we can turn an edge into a Bronco. No, no, the, you you built something you built something cool. They did, and you know, if you put the first gen Bronco next to the current two door, it's going to look like a kitten. Uh, I, I think the two door, the way I've been describing it, looks approachably mean. Uh, you know, it's got that ferocity. And I like the feral. That was a great term. I may steal that one from you. <laughs> if you don't mind. Uh, <laughs> because I think it's a, very, it's a great adjective to describe it. And the beauty of these things is you can customize them so much. Uh, Paul Wraith was the designer. And he, you know, was, he was at the photo shoot on Wednesday. He said, anybody with 15 minutes and a wrench can totally customize the way their Bronco looks. You can take the doors off. You can take the roofs off. You can put mud flaps on. You can take mud flaps off. You can, uh, move around the internal hole, you know, handles. Uh, and some of the cool features like yep. the the rack on the front that lets you put all your, your GoPro and your uh, cell phone and all that kind of stuff. So no more sticking your cell phone on the, the little device and, and the, uh, yep. the air conditioning vent. It, it, we've got a built-in bar for you to be able to do it now. It's it's fantastic. No, it, so- it sounds really good. And for people, if they want to s- get more information, obviously Ford.com, but uh, the YouTube channel, I think, is a good way to really see it and uh, just sort of go on YouTube search and search uh, new Ford Bronco, right? Yeah, or if you just go to uh, the YouTube and search for Ford, we have a dedicated channel. You can There's a nine-minute video that goes over all the details. There's a three-minute video with me that goes over the, the history of the Bronco. Uh, and But you can learn as much as you want to. And a lot of our dealers are putting up sites with different specs. Uh, there, there's no abundance of, of places to be able to find out about the Bronco. Uh, it was ironic, it was the leading, uh, it was the number one search on Google and Twitter on Monday night, the night it came out. So there's, there's a lot of interest. Wow. In, there's a lot of different sites that have this info out there. That's that's fantastic. Hey, Ted, I want to thank you for taking a little bit of time out of your Saturday morning to join us back up here in Massachusetts, telling us all about the new Ford Bronco. It sounds phenomenal. I, I know I can't wait to try to drive one one of these days. So oh, thank great. you so much. And as a Falcons fan, you know how much it killed me to have to say that Brady's the goat, but Brady's the goat. I, I can't. I know. Yeah. I know. Well, yeah. <laughs> you well, you well, have a great wait, Saturday. Wait, wait till next season. All right, you as well. <laughs> Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> that was Ted... That was Ted Ryan. He's, uh, for want of a better word, automotive historian and archivist for Ford Motor Company. Uh, watch that video. I watched the, the three-minute video of him kind of giving you a little bit of history about Ford. And also do a little research on that Ford Bronco Underground. It's all the Ford employees, employees who wanted to, wanted to build a Bronco for the longest time. And I guess at one point at Ford, they couldn't even say the Bronco word. They were told, don't, wait, up. We don't. So they were kind of just referring to it as the B word, and they didn't want to get they didn't want to get in trouble. So uh, you know things things are a little bit different. I think we need to take a break, and when we come back, we'll uh, a tale of two Lincolns, two Lincolns that I uh, kind of drove back to back, which is a little bit unusual, and uh, two different two different styles. And uh, Lincoln, the SUV company, who would have thought? My name is John Paul. This is the Car Doctor program. You're listening on North Shore 104.9, 104.9 FM. We'll be right back. Mustang Sally. Uh, uh. Guess you better slow your 
now at North Shore Nissan. Get up to 130% of Kelly Blue Book fair market value for your vehicle. That's right, 130%. North Shore Nissan. North Shore's best location for all things Nissan. Conveniently located adjacent to the Liberty Tree Mall. North Shore Nissan's general manager, Tom Saloni, would like to invite all his friends, family, and customers to stop in and say hello. North Shore Nissan. It's all about trust. To view our specials, visit NorthShoreNissan.com. Boston Vest, Boston Vest, the British are coming, we need a defense. One up by land, two up by sea, all of these are local, yes, and it's free. Hi, this is Frank of Boston Fence and Vinyl and Historic Beverly. Let us show you how the right fence can enhance the beauty and define the lines of your piece of the American dream, your home. And remember, one if by land, two if by sea, Paul Revere's on our logo and the estimate's free. Call the original Boston Fence and Vinyl for an appointment today. 1-800-585-7753. That's the original Boston Fence and Vinyl. Hey, Donnie, I want to get naughty this summer. Well, I think I can help you, Erica. How about a naughty lemonade? How about a naughty mule? How about all of the above? <laughs> See, all of the above. I'll take a nautical gin and tonic. And I will have the naughty mule. All right, I think that sounds pretty good to me. You can get nautical American gin at your local packy, as we say here in the Boston area, or at your favorite restaurant. Just look for the blue-green bottle with the flat back. Please discover responsibly. And Donnie, let's be gin. I have already begun. Nauticalgin.com for great recipes. Get to Kohl's and take an extra 25% off Adidas for the entire family. Plus, with an extra 15% off, get up to 50% off the big one bedding. And save on Nike athletic shoes for kids. Plus, get Kohl's cash. Plus, limited contact store drive up. Right now at Kohl's and Kohl's.com. Offers valid July 17th through July 26th. 15% offer with promo code Big Savings. 25% off Adidas. Offers and coupons do not apply. Select styles. Some exclusions apply. See store or Kohl's.com for details. Howdy folks, Colonel Sanders here. When it's time to eat, there's nothing more comforting than comfort food you don't have to cook. So get a $20 filler from KFC. Choose from eight pieces of original recipe, extra crispy chicken, or 12 tenders. It comes with all the fixings to feed your whole family. Order ahead at KFC.com. KFC drive throughs are still open. Or stay in and get contactless delivery by Grubhub. With buckets of love, Colonel Sanders. Limited time only at participating locations only. Prices may vary. Tax and substitutions extra. Delivery service and additional fees apply. Welcome back to the Car Doctor Program on North Shore 1049, 104.9 FM is how you find us and how you found us, I suppose, is how you do it. I want to thank uh, Paul Upton and the Kiwanis. Um, he invited me, or they invited me, to be a guest speaker at their uh, luncheon meeting, which doesn't include lunch these days because it's uh, virtual. But they still get together using Zoom. And if for some reason you think I would be interesting to have at one of your events especially now these a lot of these events are virtual now uh just uh, drop me an email jpaul at aaanortheast.com and i would be happy to try to accommodate you uh i did uh, i think i did three virtual events i did one for a senior center this week about how easy it is to use uber and lyft uh then i did a uh, car care and maintenance one and then I did sort of a generic sort of ask the car doctor uh, event, uh, and uh, it was it was they're they're kind of fun and a little different to do because even though I talk on the radio and don't get to see people talking on video and kind of getting to see them is different. 
Uh, I like doing them in person better. Can you get to talk to the people and actually talk to them versus um, having to turn their microphones on and off and all that sort of stuff? But still, if you belong to a group, you know, Kiwanis, Rotary, whatever, and you think uh, I I would be interesting to be there, um, you know, I used to say all I really want is a is a cookie or something to go I don't even want a cookie now just uh, just let me know and I'd be happy to happy to join you on uh, Zoom or Google Hangouts or whatever people are using these days well um Paul from Braintree who's really PJ Yervino on Amazon who wrote the book Portals this morning during my little Facebook live said if I want to give away one of his books He's happy to do that. So here's how it's going to work. No guessing. You just have to be the, I don't know. Piff, what, what do you think? What number What number caller should we get? What do you think? It's up to you. It's caller number nine. you got to answer the phone. Caller number, number nine, uh, number John. 104.9, so number nine. So if you're caller number nine, and all you have to do is say, hey, I'd like a copy of that book, mm -hmm. uh, Portals, uh, by Paul Yervino. So it's as simple and as that? We'll That's that all you got to do? It's as simple as, get, all you got to do is call her number nine. But simple as that. I think we're going to ask one, one, one more thing to do, aren't we? Uh, well, yeah. Well, that too. Well, first off, we need you to write down the phone number, which is 800 370 1049 so 800 370 1049 and then when you if you are caller number nine uh you just have to come on the air and say hello that's all that's all so you just uh, say hi i'm i'm uh sheila from uh, marblehead mm -hmm. and i want a copy of the book that's all you have to do pretty easy so no pressure no you don't have to guess you don't have to go googling you just have to call up it one eight hundred three seventy one zero four nine, and and the book will get shipped direct from Amazon, so you don't even have to pick it up. So you don't even have to leave the house. How good is that? And the way Paul described the book, you can start reading it today, and you know you'll be done with it by uh, Labor Day. Apparently, there's a lot of pages, a lot of pages, a lot of words. Bigger print though, which is kind of nice. So anyway, so caller number nine, get a copy of his book. 800-370-1049 is how you, how you win. And, uh, talk to Biff and he will, uh, make sure that, you, uh, he'll get down your name and address and phone number because you need all that stuff for, uh, to, to ship stuff. So he'll get all that and, uh, and pop on the air and say hi. And that's all you have to do. So copy of the book. Pretty good. Uh, so caller number nine. Caller number nine. And I want to talk about the tale of two Lincolns. Lincoln, once known as a luxury, sedan manufacturer is now focusing just on suvs early this year lincoln announced it'll end production of the mkz and recently lincoln announced it will be discontinuing its last sedan the continental and the last the last version of the continental which they did as a four-door suicide door version which they only made like a hundred of them that was the car they should have made from the very beginning that car was really really nice looking but the lincoln lincoln lineup now will consist of aviator corsair nautilus and navigator at least right now and i recently had the opportunity to evaluate both the mid-sized three-row aviator and the smaller corsair i've driven the avi avi aviator before but this time it was a plug-in hybrid version called the grand touring the the plug-in hybrid electric aviator comes uh, with a 3.0 liter, so a 3 liter twin turbocharged V6 with an electric motor developing a total of 
hang on here, 494 horsepower and 630 foot-pounds of torque. Almost 500 horsepower. Oh, we do. We do. Oh, good. Uh, what's, they, they're going to say hi to us? It's Brett from Gloucester, and he just won the book, and he wants to say hi. Hey, I, let's talk to Brett from Gloucester. Brett, good morning. Good morning. Uh, and yeah, I want to thank you for uh, li- yeah. I want to thank you for listening to the program, and uh, and we will get your name, address, and phone number down, and uh, you will be getting a package from Amazon with a copy of this book. That is fantastic. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening, and uh, tell your friends to listen too. I really appreciate it. Will do. All right. Thanks, Brett. Bye bye. You know. It sounds like we're having a little phone issue somehow. It sounds like people are a little hesitant, like maybe they don't There seems to hear be a, something. Yeah, I know it's seem, not, yeah there's, this is, this is yeah. the third caller where there seems to be a delay on yeah. their end. And yeah, I'm not sure yeah. what that is today. I'm not sure. But yeah, yeah, you're right. I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. we'll, uh, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll put uh, our best people we'll, on it, that's for sure. There you go. There, hey, there's, there's the answer. We'll put our best people on it. That means not, that. that means not Biff. <laughs> uh, uh yeah well yeah but we have we do have best people though we do have people you well you have more people than i do but yeah anyway back to uh back to this uh you know lincoln um aviator plug-in hybrid almost 500 horsepower 494 horsepower 630 foot pounds of torque there's several drive modes pure electric if you want to just drive an electric for about 21 miles sporty economy Tow haul, so if you're towing a trailer, uh, if the roads are wet or if you're driving in deep snow, I tended to leave it in the drive mode in the normal setting, which would vary based on how you're driving. If you're a little bit more aggressive, it would firm up. The suspension would firm up and feel a little bit more, uh, a little tighter. Um, the Aviator can run on pure electric power for about 21 miles. Um, it's not really designed for that. It's more designed to help improve fuel efficiency and give you that extra electric motor torque. Overall performance is exactly what you think. 500 horsepower under the hood, it's going to be phenomenal. The engine's smooth. The transmission shifts seamlessly. As good as the performance and handling are, the interior is a step above. It's very luxurious. The cabin is almost completely silent. When you close the sunroof shield and have all the windows up, it is one real quiet vehicle. The optional perfect position front seats have 30-way adjustability. My car has three. Up, down, forward, back, tilt, I guess. Uh, but this has 30 ways. In fact, even the lower seat cushion can move independently under your left and right leg. So if you want a little bit more under thighs, if you want a little bit under more under thigh support under one leg or the other, it can do that. Uh, the materials used are top notch, from the high quality leather to the soft touch trim pieces. Just really, they did a really nice job. Now they don't give this away. The base price of the Grand Touring is sixty eight eight. With add in some additional options, it's pretty easy to get to eighty five thousand uh, dollars. If the Grand, if the Aviator Grand Touring is too much for your budget or garage, the all new Corsair could fit the bill. The uh, Corsair Grand Touring also comes in a uh, plug-in hybrid. We did not drive that one. We drove the more conventional all-wheel drive version. The interior has a lot of the same features. You get five left seat adjustments, though. You only get 25 on the driver's seat. On the road, the Corsair is a little bit noisier than the larger Aviator, but it's still pretty good. Um, technology is also a strong point with uh, 
Um, the Lincoln heads-up display, which shows selected information. Uh, like the Aviator, it comes with a suite of driver assistance features called Lincoln Copilot 360. It provides automatic emergency braking, pedestrian detection, lane keeping. It parks itself, and you don't have to touch the brake or the gas. It does it by itself. Uh, so that's pretty neat. Um, uh, both the Aviator and Corsair can uh, use your mobile phone to lock, unlock, start the engine, heat, or cool the cabin. And you don't have to worry I, I, so one of the other car companies did this, and I was a little concerned about this, but uh, Lincoln thought this through a little bit. If your battery goes dead in your phone and you don't actually have an actual key, well, you have the digital touchpad on the outside of the door, so you open the door with the digital touchpad, and then you get in and you go to the home screen of the uh, infotainment system, and you put in a code, and you can start the car without a key, without your phone, and you can manage to get where you need to go. Because uh, I always, you know, how often is your phone gone dead? And you go, well, I guess I have to live without a phone until I can go charge it up. But if your phone's the key to the car, then what do you do? Call AAA. That's what you do. Uh, the Corsair has a base price starting at thirty-five-nine. The plug-in hybrid electric Grand Touring starts at about 50000 So there's our tale of two Lincolns. We need to take another break. My name's John Paul. We still have time left if you'd like to call in and ask a question about your car. That's, you know, we, we don't normally have two guests back-to-back, but we did today because they were both cool subjects. So, But if you want to call in and say hi or ask a question about your car, 800-370-1049. We'll be right back. The Epicurean Shop, located adjacent to the Century House Restaurant on Route 114 in Peabody, is your easy, safe, and quicker alternative to grocery shopping. The Epicurean Shop is open every day from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. and 5 o'clock on Sunday. They are well-stocked with ready-to-grow marinated meats and chicken and excellent prepared meals to warm at home. The Epicurean Shop offers delivery to local areas, and they encourage online ordering with curbside pickup. Details are online at CenturyHousePeabody.com. Summer's here, and Misho Mitsubishi in Danvers wants to lend a helping hand in these trying times. We have brand new vehicles for used car pricing. If you're in the market for a used vehicle, stop looking. Drive to Misho Mitsubishi in Danvers and get a brand new sedan or SUV for used car pricing. There's no risk. They come with a 10-year, 100,000-mile warranty. Zachary, tell the local listeners about these great values. Dad, what I'm most excited for is our new Outlander Sport, totally redesigned for 2020, and it's the best it's ever looked. It includes great features like Apple CarPlay, Ford Collision Mitigation, and Lane Departure Warning. At Michaud Mitsubishi, we've adjusted our new car pricing just for you. Here's a couple examples. A brand new 2020 Outlander Sport Sport all-wheel drive with all the features, just $21.9. Need a sedan that gets 50 miles per gallon? Try our 2020 Mitsubishi Mirage, starting at just $12.9. Mitsubishi stands for safety, reliability, and value. New cars for used car pricing. MishoAuto.com. Napa know-how. Get all the quality parts you need at your locally owned Napa. Because right now, when you order from Napa Online, you can pick up curbside at your local store in just 30 minutes. Or get your order delivered direct to your door with free one-day shipping and over 160,000 quality parts when you spend $50 or more. Quality parts delivered quickly and safely. That's Napa Know-How. Napa Know-How. At participating stores, standard ground shipping and exclusions apply. 
Get to Kohl's and take an extra 25% off Adidas for the entire family. Plus, with an extra 15% off, get up to 50% off the big one bedding. And save on Nike athletic shoes for kids. Plus, get Kohl's cash. Plus, limited contact store drive up. Right now at Kohl's and Kohl's.com. Offers valid July 17th through July 26th. 15% offer with promo code Big Savings. 25% off Adidas. Offers and coupons do not apply. Select styles. Some exclusions apply. See store or close.com for details. Howdy, folks. Colonel Sanders here. When it's time to eat, there's nothing more comforting than comfort food you don't have to cook. So get a $20 fill-up from KFC. Choose from eight pieces of original recipe, extra crispy chicken, or 12 tenders. It comes with all the fixings to feed your whole family. Order ahead at KFC.com. KFC drive throughs are still open. Or stay in and get contactless delivery by Grubhub. With buckets of love, Colonel Sanders. Limited time only at participating locations only. Prices may vary. Tax and substitutions extra. Delivery service and additional fees apply. Well, we're not on the road again, but uh, one of these days we will be on the road. And uh, once uh, all the COVID stuff settles down and, you know, whoever that whoever that company is in Cambridge, who seems to be probably the closest right now to coming up with some sort of antiviral thing, I guess, uh, way out of my league of things to know about. Uh, before we go to Paul from Somerville, uh, I just want to give kind of a plug here uh, from uh, Mike from Hingham sent me a picture. And Mike from Hingham's a regular listener to the show. And he sent me a picture of his Miata. And he had the guys down at Cochrane Auto Detailing in uh, in Weymouth uh, ceramic coat the car. It came out really, really nice. It looked wet afterwards. I mean, that's how that's how deep it looked. And ceramic coating is not cheap, but it looks, it does look really nice and um they did. They did a real nice job. So, uh, Cochran Auto Decaling. I think it's C O C H. Um, look them up. They do. They do nice work. Uh, let's talk to Paul in Somerville. Paul, good morning. Hi, John. How you doing? Uh, first, first good. How are you? Thanks for. Uh, I'm well. Thanks for the, uh, coming to the Kiwanis meeting on Thursday. You were a big hit, as always. Uh, it was too bad you weren't there a month earlier, and you would have been there again for the scholarship day when we. Uh, we gave out scholarships again this year to uh, $6,000 scholarships to uh, high school kids. But that's not the purpose of my call. Um, I My son has a 2010 Cadillac SRX. Had uh, rear brakes put in about a month ago. Came out of the shop with a clicking sound on the left rear wheel. Went back in. Uh, they said they fixed it, but it's now still got a clicking sound, but it's not quite as bad. Any idea what's causing that? Um, I, you know, at this point, you know, it, was it there before they started? No, no. Uh, they, hmm. the only thing, other thing well. they did, they did replace the, um, the electronic, um, the electronic handbrake. Um, they replaced that also at the same time. That was, uh, that was rusted. And, um, so they did that. Yeah. That's working fine. Uh, so I don't, I don't think yeah, it's I'm to that. But. Yeah, I'm suspicious that um, the way the way this system works is the rear brakes are disc brakes. So just like a bicycle brake, um, when you squeeze the handlebar control on a bicycle, it squeezes two little rubber pads and 
squishes on the rim. That's how disc brake work. You step on the brake, it squeezes the disc brake pads against the brake rotor. The parking brake in this car is located under the rotor. So you take the brake rotor off, and there's two little brake shoes under there, and it actually uses the inside of the brake rotor as sort of a brake drum, and that's what makes the electric parking brake work. I'm suspicious that there's one of the brake shoes is not seated properly under that brake rotor. So what I would want to do, what I would want to do if this was my car is I would take the wheels off, take the rear brakes apart, take the brake rotors off, and look for something suspicious that's that's clicking up against the inside of the brake rotor making the noise. Okay. Now it could be Try a spring that, that a spring that didn't set in, or just a brake shoe that's just not exactly where it should be. Okay, so um, I'm probably gonna, I, I'm not going to be able to do that myself. So I'm probably going to take it back to the shop again. Um, yeah, give them one yeah, more crack at it. You know, yeah, yeah. The noise wasn't there. the noise wasn't there before. The noise is there no. now. It's obviously something that happened when they took it apart. So I would have them look at it. Yeah, I'll take it back to them um, a second time and uh, see if they can square it away. But I'm just, I thought maybe you might be able to point me in the right direction. It sounds like you did. Well, I, I, like I said, I think, you know, the the idea that the brake caliper and the brake shoes, if something's loose there, that's going to be pretty noticeable. But until they take the brake rotor off and look at the brake shoes themselves, I think it's, I, I think from what you describe, it's probably related to the brake shoes. And especially with the electric parking brake, if it was frozen up and stuck, well, they got that working, but it may not be fully releasing when they, when you hit the release button. So I think the, I think the brake shoes are sticking. You may find out you have to put a cable back there or something too to, you know, make sure that it's, that it's applying and releasing the way it should. Hey, that music in my ear means we need to go. I want to thank uh, uh, Mark Champagne, the head of uh, quality for FCA, for joining us. Ted Ryan, uh, the automotive historian from Ford, the winner to our trivia contest, which wasn't really trivia. All you had to do was count to nine. And uh, and the good folks from the Kiwanis in Somerville, thanks very much uh, for inviting me to go. And, of course, uh, couldn't do it at all without our producer, Biff. Thank you, sir. Thank you, For John. all the work you do behind the scenes. And thank you. All right. Until next week. Until next week, make sure you wear your seatbelt, drive safely, be good to your car, and at least until COVID goes away, wash your hands a lot, will you? Talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Shore 1049 WBOQ Gloucester and streaming worldwide on the North Shore 1049 app.